Hey guys, welcome to the Keeping It 99 podcast, here with another episode with your host, me and Munnet. We have a very special guest today on very short notice. Uh, we have Waka Flocka Flame. Thank you so much for uh, coming on this podcast with such a short notice. We really appreciate it. And uh, Yeah, you late. Yeah. <laughs> I came late to the interview. <laughs> Y'all owe me one. <laughs> no, but thank you so much for uh, coming on. It's highly appreciated. Um, and I would just like to start with talking about, like... Um, obviously your music career because it's uh you know your, your main thing so like what got you into music um what got me into music uh poverty uh not knowing uh feeling like i messed up in school i was supposed to be like the best basketball player in my family and like you know what i'm saying and blow it up but instead i chose not to listen and i chose to do what i wanted to do and i chose to let like anger get me i chose to let peer pressure get me I chose to let a lot of things get to me. So when I'm ha when that happened, I ended up uh, going into the streets. And after that, and growing up, I felt like I messed everything up. So when my mother, she's into the music business. So she's like, she managed like, uh, like back in the day, like uh, Gucci's, the French Montana's, the Nicki Minaj's. So when I was around that, I'm like, hey, got enough opportunity in life. So I started hanging around the music business and end up learning how to rap. I still can't kind of rap, but you know. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I feel like that's like a really inspiring story, especially like um, when it comes to a lot of youth now. Um, I think like a lot of people, they feel like school's the only way, um, which school is a very good option. And, you know, like you should, you should, you like, you should stay in school. But I feel like it's those other avenues that a lot of people, once they fall out of the school or once they fall out of the sports, they kind of don't know what to do with their life. And I mean, it's like, it's really inspiring that you found something like music, which you propelled into an entire career, which is very, very successful. So like, what is some advice that you would give, um, to like the youth about like how to really like, I guess, like turn their life around? Um, to turn, first of all, first and foremost, when we talk about youth, we talk about, uh, 21 and down, right? Yeah. Anybody from the ages of 21 and down, you're still a kid. I don't care what anybody tell you. When you're 18, 19, 17, 20, you're a kid. You still a teen. I think after like 19, you know, you get 20 and 21, it's like, okay. You start feeling yourself. Uh, but you truly don't grow up to you like 25, 26. So anything under 26 to me, uh, now I'll say that's youthful. Let me rephrase my statement. At 26, that's young. What I, my advice to everybody is, uh, Y'all need to experience, man. And just don't, like, sit here and, like, listen to everybody. Like, it's no such thing as this is one way. Because every time somebody told me something was one way, I experienced something different in life. In life, they showed me a hundred other ways. A hundred, and it could be by what they want to call black people, white people, Spanish people, American, not American, whatever you want to call it. I've been in every country. Uh, it's life. Just experience, man. You don't know what you want. I never even know what I wanted to be until I got in my 20s. Like, I, before, when I was in school, I did definitely want to be an astronaut. I wanted to be a basketball player or I wanted to do something in law. Like, just something I could argue people with. I love, like, debating. Like, some people, like, I, I'm passionate. Like, a lot of my passion rubs off as anger. And a lot of people confuse passion with anger in my, in my book. So, the advice I give y'all, man, just live and experience. But listen, I love listening. A lot of people don't got OGs. Your OG is your parents. 
So a lot of people don't have parents. So in America, it's common in a lower class community for people to have like big brothers or big homies or mentors or this because in your household, that's where you get it at. And if you don't get that there, then obviously you go outside. But when people are blessed, like I was blessed with a good parent. Like I'm not going to lie. Like my mama was like, she was just everything. But I just didn't have a father around, kind of. But I had great uncles, great this. So I got to learn like financial structure. I got to learn like a lot of stuff. But a lot of kids don't have the opportunity. So the only way you can get that is experience. Just expand your friends. Hang with friend, people you like and people that you think not cool. or You know what I'm saying? Don't. Mm-hmm. You have to. Because I'm a gangster nerd. Like, people call me like a gangster nerd. I'm like, what the heck is a gangster nerd? Like, Waka, your whole lifestyle is nerdy. They said, but you look gangster. Like, they're like bro, you look like you like or just kill anybody. They're like, well, when I get around you, you're like a green jolly giant. And I'm like, what are they talking about? Then they're like, all right, what you, what you do when you go home? Uh, play games, watch cartoons, watch TV, talk sports, do this. He's like, all right, now what did you think a gangster do? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, they go home, they think of a master plan to burglarize, to do this. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> so my advice to y'all, man, just live. Mm-hmm. Live, man. Don't just live, man. Just don't prejudge anything at your age. But it's good to just know what y'all want to do. Like, it's good to have an idea of what you want to do. And when you have these ideas, you go figure out if you actually like it. But just live, man. Experience. Experience made me walk a flock. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for me experiencing the music business, I would not be walk a flock. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for people that love me, I wouldn't be walk a flock. Them are the only two things that made me. Other than that, nobody else. I'd be like anybody can try to take claim. Man, people made me, man. Experience made me. That was my education. And I, w- I want to go back to Isaiah's point about music. How has music, like, affected you in either a positive or negative way? And, like, the lessons it taught you? Uh, music, for me, music can hyphen anything. Like, in my life, like, how music, uh, all right, let's see the effects of it. Let's go to it. Uh, I don't think, like, negative. I'm trying to break out of negative and positive and just look at the whole thing. But the one bad thing, but it became good in the end when I got, like, 36 now. But in the beginning, man, like, I felt like nobody actually loved me around me. I felt like I think people stopped loving who I was, like, majority people. But a little bit did. But majority people stopped loving what I could bring to the table. When I say bring to the table, meaning I could get everywhere damn near free. I could call any CEO, anybody around in the world that I want to get access to. Um, money, obviously, you know, clout, obviously. So people know you and I'm your friend. They just want to call me or FaceTime me and act like we best friends. But that shit right there is just not cool. You know yeah. why? Because it makes me feel like an idol. I'm not human. And that hurts. Literally, no matter what anybody say, it'll hurt you. Because you want somebody to actually like you for you and just want to be around. But... That was one bad thing. Uh, another bad thing. Uh, every I just got everybody stole my money. Like I, I'm talking about a lot of people. But little did they know I'm still a nerd, so I I collected all the information. So I look at it like a positive. Look. So everything that kind of was negative in my career end up in the end in being positive. So I learned in my whole career, it's not about what's negative and positive. It's about how you look at it. And what happens. So the beautiful part about me is I changed my life. 
meaning I have a purpose. Like, I didn't have a purpose. Like, I didn't know I was going to even make it to see 30 years old or 25. I was just living life on the edge. Like, literally, like, it's like jumping out of an airplane with, with half a parachute. Like, okay, I can land, uh, I think. Like, that's how I was living, man, I'm telling you. I never knew you could build a whole parachute or extra parachute or any, have an instructor on your back when you jump out of an airplane. That That's what it was. And being an artist was like a roller coaster. Literally, y'all, I'm telling y'all. Like, uh, like 15 years of my life just, like, went by super fast. Mm -hmm. Fast. Like, super fast. Like, I was y'all age. And now I'm 36. My daughter's 17. You know what I'm saying? I just bought her a car. Like, she's y'all age. This is crazy, right? Yeah. Never I could see that in life, ever. Happening how it happened. But it happens in And it's fun. Like, I don't want to be young. Like, I cannot wait to be 40. Like, anybody telling y'all stay young and die? Or die young, fat. No, that's that's a fudging lie. You know what I'm saying? I can't be cursing with y'all. That's a fudging <laughs> lie, my boy. That's a lie. You want to be older. Because a lot of people say, man, but you know my skin get wrinkled. I don't do this. Uh, because you ain't eating good. Yeah. That's all it is. When you get older, everything is a reflection of what you did before. So... If you looking creepy, you got some creeps going in the inside. Meaning, man, you're not taking care of your organs, your digestive system. You have to look. You have to eat good to look good. So uh, that's what I say. So I just want to go back to the point you just made um, about like, um, like, like getting older for the experience and kind of yeah. just like letting things happen and continuing to grow old and not really like be afraid of like what's coming next. And I feel like especially for me, I'm, I'm a senior in high school. I'm doing college applications right now. Like I'm entering into this next stage of life. And it, it is kind of scary to think of that. Like in a year from now, I'm going to be like, maybe in a completely different place with completely different well, people. You are. Uh, <laughs> and so it's, it, and so hey, like, I know you from this interview probably. Uh, probably. all the interviews you do. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but like, what, it, what is some advice you'd give about like not fearing the future? First of all, you should never in your life fear anything. Fear is a man-made devil, too. To have fear is to shut everything out. Now, to be scared, that's cool. That's good. You need to be scared. You know why? It's like you never did this before. It's a human trait. It's great. But to have, let it grow to fear? Uh-uh. Never have fear. You doing, y'all, you doing stuff I never did. I never finished high school. I just was lazy. I didn't have, like, organization skills. I lacked that. I didn't believe I could do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's everything. And you shouldn't be scared. I'm not going to lie, my boy. College is lit. Super lit. Now, depending on how hard you go in college, determines how easy life gets in the ending of your 20s or how hard it's going to be fighting in your 30s. See, that's the thing. Some, a lot of kids go to college and get lost and partying and becoming this, this, this image. You got to remember, man, You college is borrowed time. That's not forever. You know what I'm saying? So you get there. It's like the real world in one school. You're around so many ethnicities, so many career-driven people. You're, you're around your future. You no, know, I'm living in my future right now. Right now, I'm talking to y'all, too. I'm in the future. No matter. It, it can make sense to y'all. It don't. But once upon a time, I was uh, young, and it was like, hey, Waka, in the future, we're going to have electric cars. In the future, we're going to have phones and we could be on FaceTime. We could be on this the internet. They literally were saying that. Like, all that stuff didn't exist. Like, before I had to go to my friend's house, I had to remember the streets. 
It was no Google Maps. I had to wait till I get home to talk on a cell phone. Uh, I couldn't go to Netflix. I had to go to a store. They, a store they call Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You go to Blockbuster and rent. I think that's that was kind of better because then you appreciated it better. You know what I'm saying? For me, but to y'all, y'all like, oh, that ain't good. I'm gonna watch it when I want to, man. I just want to click. So, <laughs> but in y'all future, who knows what's gonna happen? So right now, so the past is the past. Y'all just need to worry about the present. If you worry about the present, you'll never have fear, because what you do in the present is your future. So thinking about the future, of course you're gonna be scared. Who the, who's not gonna be fair in the future? Like you, like yo, bro, like what's going on? But, but if you got if you could take your present, it's lit. Me, your pops is cool, my boy. Like y'all, trust me, bro. You good, bro? <laughs> if you don't listen, I'm telling you, it's gonna be it's, it literally gonna be the migraine to your headaches. And trust. Yeah, um, I want to go back to your point. I I was always told live life one step at a time. So you shouldn't have to like, you shouldn't have to stress what's gonna come next because you don't know if it's gonna happen. You don't know, God forbid, if you don't wake up tomorrow, you know. And but also, why, not because why worry about that? Yeah, and also about the past that already happened. Like you can't go back and change it. Yeah. So just live in the present, like you said. Yeah, right, man. Yeah. So I ain't had this opportunity at your age to talk to somebody and tell me that I didn't. People yeah. around me were selling weed, crack. <laughs> This, that, and the third. Not yeah. not judging them, but just saying. Yeah, and I think like this live in the present is something that I've learned like throughout high school specifically. It's like like when I started like freshman year of high school, I was on like I like what you're saying, like I didn't really take school that seriously. I kinda like I was looking for other things. And now that I'm a senior and I'm looking back on high school, I was telling him this the other day, like yeah. looking back on high school, there's so many things that I would have done differently and most of those things were just try harder like apply myself more in school and because in 10 years from now what matters is what i do in school and not like like it's not not necessarily what i do outside yeah bro i'm telling you right now that your 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 theology of what you just said is life but you wouldn't know it yet because you haven't experienced the rest trust me the things that took you four years in high school actually could have took you two if you just went hard, a three. Like most people come home and just go play. I had a friend that come home and go straight to studying. He went extracurriculum to stay after school, take an extra thing. Uh, summer, he don't go out here, take summer classes. I just be like, bro, what are you doing? Like, bro, finish, he finished high school in what? First semester, after the first semester of his junior year. I know people. That, I know people that finished high school at sixteen, went to college at sixteen, but uh, but their classmates didn't. Like they played. You know what I'm saying? So, and one thing I tell both of y'all to never stop doing is use your imagination. Like, what made me walk a flock is my imagination, and I have faith of that. So God gave me the ability to like believe in my mind. So I'm an adventurous person. I love adventures. I love my favorite game is Zelda. Zelda is adventurous. I like Lord of the Rings. I love like adventurous things I can use my, my, my imagination in. And with my imagination, I, uh, what makes my imagination reality is faith. And what actually make both of those come together is action. I'm never scared. I'm never shy. I don't care who I'm talking to. Before Walker Flock or anything, bro, I'm, I'm going to go ask you. I don't care. Only thing you can do is tell me, not right now. I was one of those kids like, hey, can I borrow a dollar? Like, I'm not scared. I don't care how, how big, bad, tall, creepy you are. I'm finna ask you, bro. Because at the end of it, you never, ever know what the next person going to say. 
And you got to look at it like this, right? Don't ever play God. Let God be God. Just be the vessel. So meaning, plan to me, this is just my little humble opinion. I think when we try to think for people, that's, a, that's an act of playing God. How could you think for me? Right, it's like asking for a pot like a podcast. Like, hey man, I wonder if he'd do. Nah, he wouldn't do this, man. He too busy. He don't have time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. but look, you ask, man, you never know. Look, you just never know. Like, just don't be afraid to ask. It, excuse me. Don't let rejections make you reject the whole idea of why you did. Like, you're gonna hear no. Get used to it. It is what it is. But in no, it's still a oh. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. It's still one of them, oh, I see why I should say yes. So that's how you got to start thinking, man. It's like You can't be like trying to be the guy that just hear no. Like, okay, new new subject. Oh, no, buddy. Oh, you said no today? Oh, okay, I remember that. That's the kind of person I was. I turned a no into okay. I just added K at them. No, okay. That's <laughs> hard. This guy, like, you got to just keep the energy in it because the day you let your vibration drop, you're going to drop with it. So keep your vibration up. Just be lit. Presley's podcast. Hey, man, you, you. Hey, let's uh, talk. I'm telling you, man, a lot of people don't talk. And the ones that do is the people we listen to. I really like that, like, no okay. And then the last thing you just said, like, people that don't, that don't talk, sorry, we don't listen to. And I think, like, obviously in your music career, you probably heard a lot of no's when it came to features, when it came to. Honestly, I didn't. Oh, well, <laughs> I guess. I, I never did features, little bro. Again, I did music to get out of my mental environment my physical environment my spiritual environment i did it i'm dead serious i never wanted to be number one i don't care who thought i was a good rapper i didn't even care all i wanted was my money mm. i just wanted to have a good time and vibe out like that's all i'm about bro having good times making money not capitalizing on people but capitalizing on my situation in life that's it yeah and i feel like in today's society we want people's validation like we want people to agree with us we don't want people to go against us and i i want to the majority yeah the Let majority me, of people. i'm gonna show you the power of words little brother mm -hmm. when you say we want we spiritually you're telling yourself you're like everybody else right so it's good to use words like majority of the people want validation yeah. you get what i'm trying to yeah. say because you don't never want to be the sheep with the hurdle you want to be the guy narrating the sheep. Meaning the sheep to you is your world. We all in different worlds. No matter if we walk on the same planet, all of us see that. We could literally be grow up in the same house, same environment, same room, and still be two different people. So remember that. Words are super, super, I'm talking about extremely powerful. It's a spell. I tell you to spell your name, you spell it out. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, the word, spirit is breath, breathing. So that's the spirit. You live in the spirit. The spiritual realm is the power of the tongue. That's vibrating. So now this is spirit. We're talking spiritually right now. Mm -hmm. So people are like, why can you spiritual? I'm like, yeah. Breath, breathing is spirit. Like all of us are spiritual. So before anything, you're, you're, in the, you're living in the spirit. So watch the words, man. Yeah. The words, you, all you got to do is wake up like, yo, I'm lit. You go be <laughs> lit. Like, I'm yeah. I, I like to latch on to that last thing where it's like speak into existence and like, um, there's this big notion nowadays where it's like, you can be who you want to be. You just have to speak it into existence. And I really like like the power in that, whether like question the reality of it, whether it's true or not. I believe it's true that personally, like if I say I'm going to be successful, you're going to be successful. And like a, a great example of that is actually um, this podcast right now we're sitting in with you. 
Um, the 99. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one guy make 100% of the conversation. Let's go. Like, like I remember, I remember the first time I asked, I, I, I asked, like, you know, like, the, even the idea of having someone like, um, like yourself on the podcast, like, it was, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, no, he's not going to do it. But obviously, you know, see what happens when you ask. Uh, and it's, for me, it's kind of that, like, I, I, like, we always had it in our heads and we always, we talked about it a, a few times where it's like, man, like, what's the next step? What's, what's that, what's that person or what's that topic that we can have that brings it to the next step? Yeah. And it's, it, I think it's always that looking, like you're saying, like looking forward and at the same time being in the present where it's like, enjoy the present and use that to like propel your future. I think. Hey, you're right. If you think that you're right. <laughs> Long as it long as it don't hurt anybody or do anything, but you are hundred percent. I think like that. You right. You right. What's your question? You got some questions, man. Go ahead and talk. Um. Well, this is this he is does, a, he does he does yeah. This is um a different topic. Go this ahead. Let's talk about do anything. I kind of like I follow you on Instagram and I like know stuff about you, so I wanted to ask you about business. I know yeah. you're a, a very big guy in business in that category. Yeah. So I, w I wanted to ask you about like young entrepreneurs. How should they like? How should they strive to get better? Like, are there? Do you have any advice for young entrepreneurs to get better in their field? Yeah, definitely. Uh, my first advice to you is to know that you're your first business. You, you. So determine what you to do with you is the first business of it all. Meaning that how people look at you, how you treat your body, how you treat yourself, what you surround yourself around, what do you work towards? And you see people with great careers, great. You see what I'm saying in life? That's their first successful business. Um, I think for me, for y'all era, see y'all era is not that I can't give you advice I did growing up because I didn't have probably 50% of the tools y'all have today. My advice to y'all right now, if you want to be an astronaut, Google it. Go on YouTube and look at real astronauts talk. It's boring to people that be like, that's boring. I don't want to hear all that. But how do you want to be something but don't listen to a guy that did it for 40 years, 30 years? You get me? So mm -hmm. for my advice to y'all is start investigating it, man. I didn't, I had no financial literacy until YouTube and people. I look up people, look up people, and they're like, oh, this guru and this guy. I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's a guru. Let's. Try to meet him, you know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. And then when I look into him, I start meeting a whole bunch of other people like him. I'm like, holy crap, I didn't even know this was in the world. So that's what I, I advise y'all to do, man. My advice to any young person is to have financial literacy. You don't even have to be an accountant. You don't you need to understand you need to you literally need to know about finances. If you don't know about finances, try and do business. It's like going in the ocean with a jet ski and saying I'm about to like just I might just drive a jet ski to, uh, from America to Canada. I'm going to make it. No, buddy. No. <laughs> That's literally you going and saying I'm going to be an entrepreneur and don't have no financial literacy. And it's a thousands and millions of people like it that don't have none. And then for my, and another thing for my advice in business is your business is private. You should never, like, uh tell people exactly how you make capital and i don't mean it's in a sneaky way because it's mm -hmm. private okay. it's trade secrets now giving somebody a pathway on how you got there and the books you use now to me i love doing that 
But a lot of people want me to like break it down to them. I'm like, bro, I can't. Then you go know how I got my money. But what I would do for you is give you the books. I read books, man. I'm just being 100 with y'all, y'all. I got thousands of books on my phone. I, I love reading. I read what I need and I stop. And then in life, I go back to the, some books, it took me five years to read. Because I don't like just reading a full book. I, okay, I got what I need. I'm good. So I put a bookmark right there. I got like 50 books that on chapter three, chapter 10 here, chapter eight here. But I use a highlighter. So anytime I want to go back to the books, I just read all everything I, I highlighted. Boom. I'm talking the book pop right back in my head. So I read with a highlighter as well. I love that. Mm -hmm. I, I can't even read without a highlighter. How important is reading? True. It's just as important as whitewashing your ASS. <laughs> That's how important it is. So if you don't read, it's reading is a need, man. It's a, it's a quote, man. They say if you don't want somebody to know something, hide it in the book. So hey, look, I'm reading. I love reading, bro. I'm a, like I'm actually addicted to. It. First and foremost, before anything, I'm going to go read the book. Yeah. I'm going to go buy like uh, electrician, right? I go I go Barnes and Nobles and buy uh, electric, electricity for dummies. I love the book for dummies. I love it because I'm a dummy. I don't know anything. <laughs> so I will admit one thing about like not being embarrassed. I learned that being an artist is admitting to yourself. Just admit it, man. Like as being y'all age, it's hard to admit stuff, right? Yeah. Man, I'm admitting it, bro. I'm like, look, Walker, you is an idiot, bro. You don't know this. You need to figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, understand it enough that you that you know, like, okay, I understand it. I'm not the best at it, but I understand it. If you could deal with that, but don't let that be your normal, though. Don't ever, like, doing a bare minimum be your normal. Exude yourself. Because that shit, it just feel better, man. Trust me, man. And just always learn. Like, I'm 36 years old, bro. I learn every day. I never stop learning. I don't think I'm one of them guys that's never in my life going to stop learning. And if the day you stop learning is the day you become a dinosaur. That's the day you get stuck up in a museum and people start pointing at you. Oh, a legend. You know, people, oh, it's a legend. He look all old and out of shape and just like, because he stopped learning, man. You got to keep learning, man. Keep learning, man. Life is about learning, man. It's experience. Um, what it, I, I want to ask you something. What's your input on, like you said, learning, but learning from someone younger than you like you want to you know that you're older and you have more knowledge than them yeah. but learning from someone else a new skill that's younger than you uh hmm. what have i learned from somebody that's younger than me uh i learned a lot of stuff from people that's younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot, but the only thing somebody younger than me got to offer man is ideas and just tell me like people y'all age and younger Y'all just know all the new stuff because y'all born in it. So it's not like y'all don't have to like y'all don't. I got mm, 19 years old. You? I'm 15. I'm 17. I got 20 years on him. 21 years on him. Got 20 years on him. I mean, 19 on him and 18 years on you. That's information that I don't even need to. Like, imagine if I erase that. And know everything today. Oh my God, it'd be worse, right? But it, it's for me, it's it's impactful. But for y'all, it's not because I got 18 years of knowledge that y'all never be able to get. Y'all can read it, but I experienced it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's a difference. So that's the power in knowledge. This is why you li- you hear older people out. You listen to them. Like just listen, bro. I'm telling y'all. Like that's the power in being older. I just got more time than y'all. So like like, how important is mentorship growing up? Like as you as you grow older, like how important mentors. is it? I still got mentors. I call them big homies, the OGs, man. You know what I'm saying? The original generals, man. The original gurus, not just the original gangster. It's the original guru to me. Because I have to, man. Like, I want to know accounting. So your dad is one of the guys I learned accounting from. He's, he's like, literally the one of the best guys I ever, I ever listened to. Because he's by the book. There's no cutting no corners with him. I'm telling you right now, you yeah. try to break the law with Sobe, you're going to jail. Yeah. And that's amazing, though. You see what I'm saying? So you want to surround or even connect with guys like him. But usually a guy like me would never talk to Sobe. Because I'm like a rapper, I'm cool. Like, I don't talk to a guy to do accounting. But me, I, I love that. Like, all my friends is like your dad. Like, all my friends. I don't know, bro. I just, because it's smart. I have to talk to people that's smart. Like, because I know what I know. So, you have to, man. And you just, when you read, again, going back to books, you know finance ain't just about accounting. It's a tax attorney, tax strategist, financial forecaster, da-da-da. You wouldn't know that if you didn't read. So I'm not an accountant, but I read a book called Accountant 101, and it taught me everything. Enough to say I need to fire all my accounts I had. Enough to tell. So you got to know these things, man. Because some people will give you the basic information and make you spend money on a Harvard, uh, on Harvard uh, information when they give you seventh grade information. But you would never know because you illiterate in the subject. So, again, that's it. So just a, just a quick advert. If you've not watched the podcast with my dad, uh, it's up here. Um, anyways, back to it. Um, uh, that's, I, like, that's a good marketing tool. Yeah. <laughs> it's dope. But, like, I, hold on. Before you ask yeah. that question, how did y'all get y'all, y'all podcast name? Uh, a random name generator. What? Yeah. 99%. Hmm. Yep. Now, that's a big meaning, man. 99. 9 plus 9 is what? 18. 1 plus 8? One plus eight? Nine. Hey, y'all got the nine show. That's the morality. It's the power of the nine. Double energy of the nine. Wow. Okay. Yang Yang show, the 99 plus one person, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. You can play with it, man. Pause. Be good, yeah. Maybe we can make a... I gotta say pause, man. That's weird. <laughs> maybe we can make a little uh, little song. Maybe we can feature on your on your next, uh, your next single yeah, called I, 99. I get me and Martha Stewart. <laughs> Martha, ninety nine. I'm one. But back to the subject about like um, about again, like when it comes to reading and being becoming literate in the subjects that, um, so, like a lot of times that stuff is boring. Like I know, like sometimes I go work with my dad. Like I'm hundred percent honest. Like I think that uh, yeah, that, that stuff's like kind of boring. But it's it really have important. no purpose for you. Yeah, well, you don't pay yeah. you don't pay mortgage, like car That's insurance. True. Yeah, you taxes, you shit, you don't care about it. But the day you do, yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, <laughs> if you paid attention to that office, it's gonna kick right in. You gonna thank God, man. I'm just, I'm telling you, King. Like a lot of stuff I deal with my mother, man. I was just be like, man, ugh. all right, let's look. Hey, where even is that? Oh, it's right there. Okay. 
I can read the tail number. That was weird. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's an Air Force base like right there. So zombie apocalypse, yeah. probably. <laughs> but definitely, man, I, I definitely did things like with my mother that just I should fall asleep with her. I should literally be like I should hate food shopping with my mother. I fall, I be crying at food shopping. You ever been food shopping with your parents to the point your legs hurt? Yeah. yeah that was yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I had back problems. I'm like, Mom, <laughs> come on. Well, I can look at this. Ain't it so cute? I should just buy this little jar of pickles. I'm like, the pickles. Let's go home. I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's just important, though, man. It's important, man. Just, just One thing about parents, and you should always notice, my boy, like, I don't, my boy, I don't care what anybody say. Your parent job, bro, they wake up to provide for you. No matter how much they over talk, listen, it's a reason, man. It, nobody's not talking to you that don't love you. People that don't love you, don't, man, you think they're going to stop and like, hey, man, tie your shoe up. They're going to walk right by you and, hope you and not even hope you trip. If you trip, you pray that that's a good person to lift you up. Like, hey, you okay? Most people will step right over you and keep going. I got things to do. I ain't have no time. So that's apparent, man. I listen to my mother. Like, she saved my life. At times, I didn't, but, you know, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I think parents do know best, and it's something like I've learned. You know, it's kind of scary to say that on something my parents watch, but uh, parents—they, I will say that parents are always right, and it, maybe sometimes the way how they say things are like the how is maybe wrong, but what they say, the content. Yeah, they exaggerate. I'm a yeah. parent. I'm telling you, I would exaggerate just so you could just be not even scared, just mindful of it, like yeah, like and my dad did say, uh, yeah, of course. But parents would grow up in different eras from my kids. So that's just, it's just, uh, it's just different. Yeah. yeah. But like, uh, like the parents, like, again, like they're always right. And for me, it's something I've noticed, especially like, you know, growing through high school, like a like freshman, sophomore year, uh, I, I did not listen to my parents at all. Like I, I, I never did. I always thought that I knew better. Like, you know, they're from Egypt. They're from, you know, they're older, like yeah, they don't get it. But now like I'm looking back on all these things my parents said and like things they predicted that would happen based on like my actions, my behaviors. And I'm sitting here and I'm just like, wow. Cause like, they experienced it and they yeah. friends, they watched their friends be their kids. It's scary, bro. I'm telling you, I, I got friends that was potheads, like real life potheads, bro. But they are, I, I hate to say my boy, I never had seen a successful pothead from high school in my life. I never ever seen it, ever, like ever. I never seen like, I don't know, I just didn't, I'm sorry. But that's just my era, right? I never seen a successful egotistic person. Like I never, half the time, every the guy that was like super famous in high school or like a jockey kind of looking guy from TV, he literally be working like in a neighborhood supermarket. It's crazy, bro. So you should just like, you're right. The parents be right, my boy. I know my mom was always right. My mother's kind of scary. Like, she come to the school, it's going down. Like it's not no. Hey, mom! It's like oh, shit. she about to, she about to beat me. Like, bro, it's serious. Like, and how important is it? Like, I mean, obviously, it's very important listening to your parents. But from your personal experience, like, how much should you like? Should you take what your parents say and go with it blindly, even if you feel like it's wrong, or do you kind of like filter out? Uh, like some of the things you know what it's hard to to listen to anybody about any about something i never experienced but what i do do is use my mother's 
and like other elders' words that they say to me as literally as a roadmap when I walk in. So it's like my Google. So when I'm experiencing these things, I still hear that voice about that. So I'm mindful if I see that. I always, to this day, right now, I'm still using my mother's words to this day. Like that's my roadmaps, my uncle's words, my Grammy's words, like my mentors were. I mean, that is literally my roadmap. That's the light bulb in my dark path. Literally. I'm talking about literally. And to me, hell and the heavenly state, heaven thinking, to me, hell is not knowing anything. That's to me, that's the theology of being pitch black. Like going to somewhere where it's torture, it's misery, it's depression, because that's in your head. Now, heavenly thinking is having information on it, experiencing it, not having this fear factor, just being not caring about being scared. It's cool. That's heavenly thinking, man. That's a God thinking. That's the God within you. So when they say God is within you and it's heaven you're going to, the heaven is here first, mind. If you ain't in heaven here, you ain't going nowhere. Heaven. To me, heaven is right here. I'm walking on it. That's mm -hmm. how I feel. I don't think I'm descending to hell or heaven. Like I'm like, It's right here. Air goes right here. Some people need religion for it. Some people need this for it. Some people, it's no one way to it. But when you find your way, lock in. Lock in, man. That's all I can tell you. With an open mind, lock in. And, I mean, I feel like you should always listen to your parents. But should you listen to them about your future? Like, go to college, do this. Should you listen to that to uh, them about that? I can't see why you should. I literally can't see why you should. Um, I j my mother wasn't like uh, just saying my parent. Like my mother was like, I remember in high school I was like, yo, I'm tired, I ain't going to school. And she literally said, okay, that's your dumbass. But I guarantee you getting out of my house the day you turn 18 years old. Bro, I'm telling y'all, I sat in that bed <laughs> for 10 minutes. I'm like, Nah, I'm about to go to school. <laughs> so I ain't have the kind of mother like you going to college, you doing this, you doing that. Uh, she was more so of like, I'm not gonna tell you shit because she's a woman, so she ain't have. I would if I had a dad. Break obviously, your father like would be like, listen, I don't care what you want to be, you go pick something right now. And you need to do that and then go do whatever you want to do, but you gonna show me that you really could do something. So that's smart though, right? <laughs> But I had that kind of mother still, but she showed me with action. She never told me anything. Like, my mother was just so ambitious that it's, it was impossible for me not to have ambition. Like, I never knew what job she did, but I know she had 50 jobs. Like, my mother had, my mother, she never was home, but always home. It's weird, right? Uh, she always made sure she cooked dinner with three jobs. Three. So, I can see my mother before, like, before we go to school, my mother home. She leave before we get on the bus. By the time I get home, she's home cooking. I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? She's cooking dinner. But by the time Dragon Ball Z go off, because Dragon Ball Z came out at like 5 o'clock, five it went off at 5.30, 5.45, she's leaving out the door to go to the next job. Right before I go to sleep or late, she coming in the house. So she was just like one of the working moms that was just going. And it was five boys in a three-bedroom house, for a three-bedroom apartment, four-bedroom apartment. Three bedroom apartment, yeah. She worked hard, man. I'm telling you. Like my mom was just like, she's just like, she's just the epitome of like, I'm not gonna quit. Mm -hmm. So I could not be a quitter. How can I quit, man? My mother like raised five men in her house. Like she ain't quit. 
I'm not going to quit, man. So my mother's words and listening to them about going to college and this, like, I was in the streets, my boy. I'm not going to lie. Like, she, it was no college in my future. I, I, I messed that up. I'm not going to lie. And I feel like I let my mother down because I, 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 didn't, I didn't make her happy. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I was big when I did music. It was all for my mother because I feel like I let her down. So I wouldn't want y'all to experience that because what if... Y'all don't get to be an artist with this high-paying job, you know what I'm saying? Or successful-paying job. So, of course, you better listen to your parents. Listen to them, man. Please, like, don't go against them, my boy. I'm telling you, man. One thing you shouldn't do is go against the guys that help you get here. Like, your your physical God is your parents, how I feel, or the people that played your parents. Them your gods, man. Seriously. Or it could be your demons. Who knows? And you said something about your mom being like very ambitious and how that made you um, become ambitious. And there's a statistic that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So how important would you say in your own life and things that you've noticed is it to surround yourself with like-minded people and that people that push you, um, this kind of goes back to the mentors thing, but people that push you to grow and become like a better person. Yeah, you, uh, yeah definitely get a point in time in life. For me, I learned, uh, I had to create that for me. And I always heard people tell me that, right? But how, no, everybody is, I'm going to tell you something, being young at your age, everybody is so good at telling you, like, what's good and what's bad. But it's like a 1% of adults that ever gave a solution. You be like, bro, where's the solution then? You keep telling me, like, I need to surround myself. Who are these people, right? So for me, man, I know the only the only time I, um, got to surround myself around these kind of people is when I know what I wanted to do. So if I wanted to be a basketball player, I go meet a coach, I go meet a defensive player, I meet a shooter, and surround myself by them every day. And now you're in that mode. But the day you get away from that and get around something different, you're going to get into that mode. So you are, it, that's what I feel like the solution of you are what you hang around. You ever hang around a lot of friends that game all day? Your gaming partners, they know everything because they playing games. Like, yo, bro, you heard this on the news and da-da-da. They shouldn't like your nerd buddies. Like, but if you got friends that like partying all day, all they talking about is like the new fashion, the new car, the new this. So you stuck in that world. So all you might have friends that's good with their hands or engineers. Then you you in the engineer world. It's 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 fire like that. That's what they that's what they mean when the solutions come like that. That that's the solution. So when you're in school and you see like what they want to call nerds, a guy that don't talk, bro, I was the kind of person that just, I'm walking right up on him. Yo, what up, bro? I seen you had a Zelda cartridge in your pocket. Like I find something that, that, that links to them to create conversation. And then once I crack the egg or break the ice, I don't force it. I just be like, yo, bro, like, yo, there might be days go by. And next thing I'm like, bro, I'm not like weird, bro. I'm trying to be your friend, bro. Don't be weird about it. Like I start being sarcastic. Next thing you know, bro, you be friends, bro. So I don't force my friends. I make my friends, bro. I let it. Sometimes people don't got to talk to you. People don't have to acknowledge you. Like, you do the acknowledging. You are what you want. I, it's like, the, the people you surround yourself around, you are what you give out. I mean, excuse me. You receive what you give out. Meaning, if you don't introduce yourself to this person, why should this person introduce themselves to you? That's how you should think. Don't think for them. So, yeah, surround yourself around the people that you want to be around. It's a guy in school that's good at math. Find you a math buddy. You're not using him. You're, you're, that's your introduction on meeting that person. Now, when you're using him, it's the only time you meet this guy or, or female or, or group. It's when you need him. That's using him. It's 
not cool. You know what I'm saying? You capitalizing on people and not the situation. So now, and the solution on what I'm saying is basically like, if you got a friend, I just love math. I'm going to just use math for That's fine. Go for it. So I'll be like, yo. So I'll say this. Like, all right, this guy's good at math. What else do he do? And next thing you know, you start seeing this stuff. He might like pizza with some weird ranch or this on it. You're like, oh, shit, nasty. But he's like, I'm going to try it because my boy ate it. <laughs> you ate it? I gave pizza out because I seen somebody put like french fries on pizza and put ketchup on it. I'm like, it's disgusting. Like, who the hell did that? I, I did it. Life changed. You know what I'm saying? It was fun to everybody. Like, but it's just like you just learn a lot of stuff, man. By the way, that that's an unhealthy meal. Man. You have a lot of gas. Too. It's crazy. No, I really like the uh, the notion of just going out, meeting people, like really putting yourself out there. And I think that's something that because um, COVID uh, started near the end of my freshman year and kind of took out all sophomore year and most of junior year, honestly. And something I've noticed now, senior year versus freshman year, freshman year, you could just go up and talk to anyone. You could just, you know, go up and talk. Like, no one would, like, like no one was, like, you know, in little cliques. Like, it's whatever. Maybe it's just because it was freshman year, but people are always talking, always meeting. I made so many new friends. Now that senior year is here, it's so much more awkward. And I don't know whether that's a product of COVID or just the fact that it's senior year or what it is, but it's. it's getting grown. Yeah. Do that. They get awkward. They're like, oh, he listened to this rap. I don't like that guy. He listened to this rap. He's saying, I don't like that guy. <laughs> well, yeah, they get like that, bro. Yeah, it's just it, like, and so it's growing pains. Yeah, you know? and so I've noticed that it's just like, it's harder to go out and to, you know, meet new people, find new things, find new experiences with um, other people. And I, I just, I really like this notion of just like, what do you have to lose? Almost like the worst thing that happens when you go up to someone and you you ask is well, they, well you said earlier, no, ain't no, turn that no okay. into a, right now. I don't rock with people like you. I actually heard somebody say that, right? Like, yo, nah, nah, I, can't, I don't talk to people like you. I'm like, like me? What do you mean? You prejudice? Racist? What are you? Bias? What? They're like, nah, and they break it down. I'm like, who told you that? And I met people like that. Like, people that actually, like, oh, I don't deal with people like you, Waka. I'm like, damn, what is that? And I, I was saying those things, and they started talking. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? That's like you. I say, I watch you. I, I kind of know you. Oh, yeah, you know the internet. But let's match the internet with what the person you see and see if that connects. So a lot of people like people for what they what they see them as. So if I see people like put up an image, I actually want to hear you talk. I don't want to hear you talk structured. That's why we did this interview. I'm like, look, don't tell me no questions. Yeah. It's fake. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? That's fake. Yeah. Yeah, I think the organic um like conversations, the or like it's something like with the podcast we try to do is we try to like encourage guests to to not know what we're going to talk about them with because, a lot of people are scared of that but yeah. a lot of people love it yeah. So. yeah because it it honestly i think it gives off it gives off better conversations because you really speak what first comes to your mind and i think a lot of times what first comes to your mind is what you really believe you don't have time to politically correct what you're saying or to mm-hmm. put it into a way that a lot of people like you just say what you want to say and what you feel about it and i think that it's important as you know, a listener, not just this podcast, but in general to really take in what other people think. And I think that the, the number one thing I've learned from this podcast is get outside of my bubble of living in East Cobb with everyone thinking the same, everyone doing the same thing, you know, the same, the same kids go to the same parties every single week, the same kids do the same amount of studying every week, like to get out of that bubble and to meet people with different backgrounds, different structures of life, different walks of life. And I think that the knowledge that you gain from other people's experience, even if it's not the same experience as you, as like, as like myself, like for example, like 
yeah, I've never been in the streets. I probably, uh, hopefully, will not end up in the streets. But it's yeah, important. You can't, you can't be in it. When people say they're from the streets, it's just like you came up from the streets. Yeah. Like, I, I will never experience that. But I feel like it is still important. You ain't missing none. <laughs> bro, bro, you ain't missing <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> no, that's just, that's, just, that's just other people's beginnings. Yeah. And I think it's important to learn other people's perspectives where they come from because not only does it give a light on you know a lot of times it, it gives a light on like how they act how they speak now but it also it allows you to understand that hey you don't have to you know grow up being a being a smart kid to be successful you don't have to grow up yeah. being you know you don't got common sense then. Exactly, like you don't have to be the top of your class you don't have to you know be taking all these ap's you don't have to go to harvard you don't like you can just be who you are and really but embrace you can go to Harvard though. you can yeah no, you, can, you can but you oh, can Howard University <laughs> but nothing you, wrong with it now. there's nothing wrong with it I'm not saying that but you can be who you want to be you as long as you figure out like what your thing is and you run with it and you don't let anyone tell you hey that's not cool like for example like with you, with you in music if someone just told you like nah bro your music's trash duh I heard yo yeah. listen, by the way little bro right when I first came out doing music, I was you called the, the time, dumbest yeah. rapper. Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, he, he's going to kill hip-hop. I actually watched him make uh, 50 worst hip-hop artists and put me on a list. I was like, whatever number. I'm like, bro, I got a whole hit single of saying I'm a whack rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, Give me another one. But fast forward to now, the hippie like, yo, Waka Flock is like one of the smartest rappers ever. I'm like, damn, what changed? But what I did was I actually went on TV. was like, yo, why are you going to go to college? Like, yeah, I'm going to go to college for geometry. Like, I didn't care. Like, because I knew, like, people wanted to see a wild idiot. So this guy, like, oh, this guy going stupid, man. So when I do something gangster or crazy, he's like, oh, this guy's like, Phew. so it's, this is the image people want to see. Feed it to him. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it is what it is, bro. Again, like, don't worry about what people think. Nine times out of ten, the people in your college, Oh, your high school, I mean, bro, you're not going to see these people in five, ten years. I'm telling y'all, y'all not. Yeah. Bro, I probably see 0.2%, if not 0.1% of the people I went to high school that I actually even remember. Just being 100 with you. like So, at the end of the day, man, you only, rem- you only remember the people you need to. That's life because you get real busy, man. So, in another 10 years, you're 27 years old. A lot will change. A lot. Like, mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, twenty five, like, right, my boy? You yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, bad publicity is still publicity, and I think that's something that, um, like, a lot of people need to realize, especially like with like with us, like, um, just like in the content creation, you know, business, like, your name's got to get out somehow. Like, you know, if you look at people who are really successful getting their name out, you look at, for example, like Jake Paul, um, like. I don't think you can pull up 10 logical quotes that he said in his whole life. But what matters is his name is out there. He created a name for himself. He created a character. No, Whether he definitely that is, did. That's the only thing I know Jake Paul from. Exactly. Like, I literally, as a 36-year-old man, I don't know Jake Paul beginnings. The only thing I know is that this guy stuck the boxing, and now he looks like a real boxer. That's literally what I know. I just knew that he did YouTube first. Not, not that he's not cool or... He's not successful, but what make me like respect him for who would he do now is he actually stuck to something, conquered it, became successful off of it, and now look who the joke's on. Forget YouTube that he known for. All that didn't matter. 
what mad it was it got him to that very moment yeah. he captured that very moment he owned that very moment now he controlled the perspective of his life and he could do anything sky's the limit he's a living example of his nothing about and for y'all era uh he's nothing he's it's nothing about how you begin is what you take control of and how hard you conquer it and you block out the noise everybody in the world bro don't like something they never heard nobody you think when people created cars for example this is jake like just think like this go off subject but on subject i was reading right because uh we created electric cars before so i got electric car company uh you know it's just a four letter word it's a four letter company you know it's kind of cool so uh ben had it too we got two prototypes you know shout out to this yeah <laughs> Uh, that's things what I could do. Sorry, y'all. I just had to. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Yo, but uh, just how I got me to this information, I actually seen like it was in a newspaper. Could y'all believe people was like, yo, how can a car outdo a horse? Horses can go anywhere. If you hear that today, you'll be like, what? <laughs> yeah. But then it was like, hey, man, the horses could go places the cars can't. Guess what they did? They created roads. Next thing you know, yo, horses is dangerous. There's kids out here playing. Yo, man, like, like stop sign more signs next thing you know man car crashes things is going off the cliff this sign i mean red light blue light i mean red light green light yellow light black guy created this stuff then next thing, it's just a lot of stuff so meaning ideas build man so you never know in the beginning what happens it's always how you move with the now so. yeah and i think that's a very big like i, I really like that point where it's like things build on each other the beginning doesn't matter but what comes out of it does and i think um, I'm taking an, an engineering class right now, and the one of the biggest things we're stressing, it's, it's being stressed in the class is when you brainstorm, whatever you say, whatever idea comes first, just write it down. Even if it's like completely, you know, off the wall, you're like you you're like it's like you throw spaghetti at a wall till one sticks, you know, and you take that and you build on it and you build on it, and all of a sudden, you went from something that has no value to a million dollar idea, and I think that you can apply that same like design process to everything in life. I mean, if, for example, if you go look at the first episode of this podcast mm -hmm. and you compare it to now, I mean, it's only been what? Yeah, five. Sound quality is better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's only been what? Like five, five months, months yeah. five months, something like that. Like if we didn't keep building on it, if we didn't keep, you know, say, okay, now we need mics. Now we need, uh, we're working on getting a camera. Now we need headphones. Now we need, you know, and we keep building and learning new techniques and new you know skills like we wouldn't we would not be here right now we'll go back to the word for y'all experience see the power of experience mm -hmm. creates experts yeah man expiration dates <laughs> so things you learn got an expiration date now now you got more stuff like experience my voice is just experience is it's just it's like uh the E words is kind of cool, right? It's easy. Experience. It's like the E words is always like easy. It's just like, ah, it's like kumaya. But the E words also could mean evil, right? And to me, I feel like it's evil of us to look at things from only a bad perspective. Meaning like, in the beginning, man, we have this. But when you look at the word evil and go backwards, it's L-I-V-E, it's live live is life so the more you live and go at it life start progressing in that you see what i'm saying so when somebody try to push evil on you man push it back to them with some life 
One thing an evil idea, an evil idealist, hate is living life. See what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm a Gemini, so I'm a, I could latch words to all the conversation. So, we all talking about the same thing in different subjects. The more y'all talk, I'm just going to tell y'all experience. Experience. Y'all go look at the podcast, it's going to be like, wow, like, what? I mean, that evil to live thing, that's where the rapper comes in, the, the lyricist. Um, I, mean, I think, like, the, like, going back to, like, the power of words, like, words are powerful. Not to cut you off. Go ahead. If you was to do a test right now for me to win a million dollars, like, hey, Waka, what's the adjective, pronoun, uh, metaphors, all, I wouldn't even know it. Me, Waka, 36 years old, I couldn't tell you. Waka, could you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> but most people are like, I don't. It works. They don't, it because Ebonics worked for me in my field. Ebonics was my power. So y'all finding y'all superpowers. Maybe this right here is teaching both of y'all how to communicate with people. Because in the future, y'all going to have something that's so powerful that you're going to need to do this. Maybe this breaks the, the ice for y'all being around people that are celebrities or have some kind of clout or it is. It makes you more comfortable in your skin on who you are. That's what it is. It's another way. Y'all probably don't think like that because, you know, you got a little 17, 15 year old mind. Well, uh, thank you so much, Waka. Thank you. Uh, for coming on the podcast. I know it was super short notice. Oh, um, I mean, I was your dad all day. You know, we ate some real good Greek food. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was there like a stuffed turkey. He just walk around, man, like, good idea. I was, I was so <laughs> full, bro. I was fell asleep. If you ever ate so much food, you just like. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I, that was me, literally. Falafels. And, oh, yo, it's over. <laughs> when the falafel hit with the hummus, I'm like, yeah, it's game time. <laughs> they bought fried grease cheese, Greek cheese. I'm like, oh, it's over with. God. They set the shit on fire. I'm like, Whoo. I mean, shoot on fire. I'm sorry, y'all. It's okay. Don't worry about it. That's what editing is for. I'm yeah. a pirate. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, but we highly appreciate you coming on the podcast. And, you know, hopefully in the future, maybe we'll get you on another time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's do it. All right. But, uh, anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. If you enjoyed it, uh, leave a like, comment, subscribe, share it. Post notifications so yeah. you're notified when the next episode comes out. And uh, hopefully we have a lot more exciting things lined up for you guys. So uh, just be sure to, to stay in tune. So. <laughs> all right, that's all.